the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A shot in the park. Um, My understanding is it was a drive-by shooting, as well as there may have been people on foot. East meets West, virtually. Good to see you, Mr. President, and your colleagues. It's the first time for us to meet virtually. Although it's not as good as a face-to-face meeting, I'm very happy to see my old friend. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, November 16th. I'm Rich Thomason. Closing arguments have been delivered at the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Defense attorney Mark Richard says Rittenhouse fired in self-defense after being attacked by several people. One with a skateboard, one with his hands, one with his feet, one with a gun. Hands and feet can cause great bodily harm. I'm sure the state's going to get up and say, well, he didn't have great bodily harm, so it doesn't matter. That's not the standard. The standard is could cause great bodily harm. My client does not have to take a beating from the hands of this mob or the hands of Mr. Rosenbaum. Richards accusing prosecutors of trying to blame Rittenhouse for the anti-police rioting that gripped Kenosha. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a political case. We can take politics out of it as in Democrat and Republican, but the district attorney's office is marching forward with this case because they need somebody to be responsible. They need somebody to put and say, we did it. He's the person who brought terror to Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse is not that individual. Prosecutor Thomas Binger claims a defense presenting two different sets of rules when it comes to firearms on that fateful night. According to the defense, if someone has a gun, they're a threat. If someone points a gun, they're a threat. There's only one exception to that. The defendant, by their logic, he gets to run around with a gun all night. But, oh, we're not supposed to take him as a threat. He gets to point the gun at everyone. But, oh, we're not supposed to take him as a threat. No, it doesn't work that way. The same set of rules apply to the defendant as everybody else. Prosecutor James Krause mocks a defense argument that Rittenhouse was justified in firing at the man who hit him in the head with a skateboard. Someone should tell all the parents and grandparents in Santa Claus giving skateboards this Christmas about how they're giving their children a deadly weapon. I guess they should get him an AR-15 instead. It's just preposterous. Defense Attorney Richard says one of those who was shot, Joseph Rosenbaum, left Rittenhouse with no choice but to pull the trigger. He was a bad man. He was there. He was causing trouble. He was a rioter. And my client had to deal with him that night alone. The prosecution argues that lawyers for Rittenhouse vilified the three people who were shot during the chaos. They just want to try to dig up dirt because they think it's there because the defense wants you to believe that these people got what was coming to them. That they were bad people doing bad things. And we should be proud and boastful of Mr. Rittenhouse for killing them. Kenosha County Circuit Judge Bruce Schroeder delivering final instructions to the jurors prior to the start of deliberations. You will not be swayed by sympathy, 
passion, prejudice, or political beliefs. You will disregard any impression which you may have regarding what you believe to be my opinions on the guilt or innocence of the defendant. The audio courtesy of Court TV. Half-dozen teens wounded in a drive-by shooting near a suburban Denver high school. Authorities in Aurora, Colorado are investigating a shooting Monday that saw six teenagers, ages 4 to 18, wounded at a park near Aurora Central High School. My understanding is it was a drive-by shooting, as well as there may have been people on foot. Chief Vanessa Wilson of Aurora Police Department. Monday's shooting followed the fatal shooting of an 18-year-old Sunday night and a report of a shooting at a mall in Aurora on Friday, where police found shell casings. Enough is enough. And I think we need to come together as a community. This is a public health crisis. Sound courtesy of KCNC. I'm Mike Gracia. Daybreak Insider's John Scott tells us the trial of a man charged with killing 18 elderly women in Dallas is now underway. The murders occurred over a two-year span. Billy Chimirmir is being tried in Dallas in one of the deaths. The 48-year-old faces life in prison without parole if convicted of capital murder in the death of Lou Harris. 81 years old. His attorney entered a not guilty plea for him on the charge as the trial got underway. After Chimirmir's arrest in March 2018 following an attack on a woman who survived, authorities found Harris's body in her home. Pomp and circumstance at the White House. President Biden signs the $1 trillion plus infrastructure bill into law. Daybreak Insider White House Correspondent Greg Clugston. In a South Lawn bill signing ceremony attended by some 800 guests, the president hailed the legislation as good news for the country. America's moving again, and your life is going to change for the better. He also emphasized the bill's bipartisan support, as did GOP Senator Rob Portman of Ohio, one of the key negotiators. This is what can happen when Republicans and Democrats decide we're going to work together. To get something done. Portman said removing tax increases and partisan social spending was instrumental in winning bipartisan support. And while 13 Republicans did vote for the bill and argued for its merits, Heritage Foundation policy analyst David Ditch tells the Salem Radio Network the bill is nothing to celebrate. While it is focused on infrastructure, it unfortunately is very financially irresponsible it would add a tremendous amount to the national debt. And in exchange for that, we will get a tremendous amount of wasteful spending. But for Ditch, fiscal irresponsibility is not the only issue. He argues the bill concentrates... A tremendous amount of empowerment and centralization of power in Washington, D.C., pulling resources away from the state and local governments and the private sector. And the other Biden bill, this one would spend trillions on social programs and climate initiatives, faces further delays. Build back better. No done deal, according to Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew. It's been a rough gauntlet for the bill that's come to symbolize the president's inability to sell Congress or the country on his party's most progressive priorities. The once $3.5 trillion proposal, now half its size, awaits further review from the Congressional Budget Office before it can get a vote in the House. It's unlikely to make it to the Senate floor until after the Thanksgiving recess. The Senate this week is focused instead on the massive National Defense Authorization Act and Majority Leader Schumer is warning a year-end pileup could mean long delays and late nights for senators as the year comes to a close. President Biden has met, and it was a video conference, with China's President Xi Jinping, a marathon three-hour session. I think it's very important, as I've told other world leaders when they ask about our relationship, 
is that uh, we have always communicated with one another, with one another very honestly and candidly, and it's uh, we never walk away wondering what the other man is thinking. And I think that's an important ingredient for this relationship, to be open and candid in terms of our relationship. As I've said before, it seems to me our responsibility as leaders of China and the United States is to ensure that the competition between our countries does not veer into conflict, whether intended or unintended. Just simple, straightforward competition. It was the first formal meeting of the two leaders since Mr. Biden took office in January. We believe, uh, and you and I have talked about this, all countries have to play by the same rules of the road. Why the United States is always going to stand up for our interests and values and those of our allies and partners. Also this morning, Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney loses more GOP support back home. The Wyoming Republican Party voted over the weekend to no longer recognize Representative Liz Cheney as a member of the GOP. The state party central committee voted 31-29 Saturday in its latest rebuke of Cheney. In February, the Wyoming GOP central committee voted to censure Cheney for voting to impeach former President Donald Trump for his role in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Cheney is Wyoming's only U.S. representative. Cheney is up for re-election in 2022. She's facing at least four Republicans Republican opponents. Mike Gracia, Washington. We are learning more about the nuts and bolts of the pending investigation of a deadly tragedy in Texas. There will not be an independent probe into the disastrous crowd surge that killed 10 people and injured hundreds of others at a Houston music festival earlier this month. Houston area officials are going to do it themselves, rejecting calls for an independent investigation into what happened. Instead, officials have chosen the top elected official in the area to run the probe. Harris County Judge Lena Hildago was the one who proposed a third-party probe in the first place. Instead, now she will be working with other city and county entities to review the security and safety plans for the event that was headlined by rapper Travis Scott. I'm Oscar Wells Gabriel. And finally this morning, Daybreak Insider's Ron DeRoxtra tells us that the feds are suing Uber, alleging discrimination. The suit claims the rideshare company violated the American with Disabilities Act by charging fees when drivers have to wait for passengers to board their vehicles. Uber says it's already made changes and denies the allegation, but according to the Justice Department, Uber began adding the wait time fees in April of 2016. The fees kick in two minutes after a driver arrives and are charged until the car begins its trip. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.